It's great to see you, it really is. We're going to take communion a bit later on, and uh, we're going to look at a, a few things. So let's have a look at um, 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 23. And this is how it reads. This is, for some of you, this might be a well-known passage. For others of us, it's something that we maybe not read so much. So we just want to look at it just, just for a few moments. And we're going to spend a bit more time taking communion, a time of prayer, and prayer for healing as well. So that's where we're going to go. Verse 23 reads like this, For I received, this is what the Apostle Paul is um, remembering himself, and he says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is broken, which is, uh, sorry, this is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, After the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Do this in remembrance of me. Very fitting when you think of today or throughout our country. This morning we had a, a... a fantastic morning. We were reflective, we were inspired, we laughed, we were family. It was really everything, and the full house, packed house, and it was so exciting to see so many gifts and talent, and irrespective of the age, the more senior and the younger. It was just a great, amazing morning of remembrance. And throughout our nation, and throughout our country, churches have been, and, and outside, and in Long Eaton, open air, people have been taking the theme of remembering. It's a hundred years since the Great War. So it's a poignant time as people take time to reflect and remember the people that have given their lives in the past, um, in the Great War and the Second World War, and there are other conflicts right now, to bring a sense of freedom for others. People who would, men and women, who would give their lives and give their lives up so that others could be free. And today we live in a, a society that is free. And uh, although there's a lot of not so much peace in the world, but in our country. We have a very peaceful country in many ways. And um, we've been reflecting on that this morning, haven't we? And this evening, too, there's this idea. I want to just look at this idea of remembrance. I came across a story from the Great War, thinking about the Great War, and it was of a man, uh, the Reverend Jeffrey Stoddart Kennedy. Jeffrey Stoddart Kennedy was an army chaplain, an Anglican army chaplain from the Great War. Jeffrey Stoddart Kennedy was an amazing man, and um, he received the military cross for bravery as he was, um, he he refused to carry any weapons because he was an army chaplain, but what he did do was he would, he would, he spent time in the trenches with other troops. He said, I need to experience what, and and the front line. He was actually in the thick of battle. He received the military cross He survived the Great War and went back home and continued to um, reach out to people as an Anglican priest and a a writer, pacifist writer. But um, he received the military cross because what he did under fire and a great risk to himself, he was rescuing wounded soldiers and bringing them back and and under, you know, and was wounded himself. And and for that sense of bravery, in 1917, uh, they say, and he shrugged it off and said, I'm just doing 
what any other person would do. Well, he was an amazing man. He, um, he had the nickname of um, Woodbine Willie, was his nickname. And Woodbine Willie, what he did was, he would give every soldier a Bible, and there was a packet of Woodbine cigarettes with them. I don't know what we think of that today in our, our politically correct environment and health warnings, but this was over 100 years ago, right? And he put a packet of Woodbines with a Bible... <laughs> and gave it to every soldier. But this man practiced what he preached, and he was in the front line with the troops, and gave, you know, he, he, he gave his life and time. He didn't lose his life, but he gave his life and time to rescue others. You know, we now, uh, as Christians, uh, an amazing man, and there were lots of other amazing men and women, and there were lots of people that lost their lives as well in giving freedom to others. But um, we know a man called Jesus Christ who gave his life so that we might be free. Not only you and I, but the whole world. Not only the whole world, but the universe, the whole of creation, from the beginning of time to the end of time. That, I can't fathom that. What does that mean? But millions, billions, billions and billions of people, yet to come, perhaps even, to have freedom, to gain freedom. And Jesus gave his entire life. And that's what we're going to remember tonight. So we remember, and rightly so, those that have given their lives for our freedom. And tonight we're going to remember. And in worship, we've been thinking about this Jesus who's given his entire life that we might be free. Now, it is interesting, and I'm just going to take a few moments, that's all, not too long. But it's really interesting because in the words that we've read, and Paul is recounting some words to some Christians, um, in the words that we've just read, he said, uh, and the Lord Jesus said, as he, as he broke the bread, uh, do this in remembrance of me. This is my body. As he poured out the cup, and it would have been red wine to represent the blood. Uh, this is my blood. Drink this in remembrance of me. Remembrance is a powerful thing. That's why we've been doing it all around our nation. hundred years is a poignant thing. But remembrance. And Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me, lest we forget. How easy it is to forget. You see these big posters, don't you, about Remembrance Sunday or the war, the Great War. Remember, lest we forget. We, we can quickly forget. But um, the Lord Jesus Christ gave us what we call the, the Lord's Supper or the communion or the breaking of bread, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he gave us this taking of the bread, representing his body broken, the drinking of the cup, representing his blood poured out, because his sacrifice, his giving of his life, and then taking it back up again, and his promise to come back again and live forevermore, and the experience of knowing Jesus right now, lest we forget. It's very easy to forget. You might say, I don't forget as a Christian. What are you on about, Adrian? But we do in our habits, in our lifestyle. It's easy. I can forget. I become, I become used to the songs that we sing. I become used to being with other Christians. I become used to reading my Bible. We get used to this stuff. And there's something about... So Jesus gave this remembrance so that we don't never forget. But he did this more than that. Now, this word remembrance is very interesting. I don't want to take too long over it, but look at... The, let me just share you something. When Jesus said... And we're going to do this in a moment. And this is poignant, right? I discovered something a few years ago. When Jesus took the bread and said, I break, this is my body broken, remember me. When he poured out the cup, this is my blood poured out, remember me. The word remember there is a special word, particular word he uses. It literally means this. Bring me to yourselves in living memory. 
It's me. It's the living Jesus. And he literally means this. Bring to living memory. Which is very interesting and very poignant because we do not have a memorial where we get round a, a plaque, as it were, and remember someone that is now dead and buried. We remember someone who is dead, buried, raised again to life, and by the power of the Holy Spirit we can know and experience him now. And he said, I will come back again. And so when he said the word, remember me, he used a very particular word. He used a word, uh, trust me, go and look it up for yourself. We don't have to go into the, but it literally means bring, as you take this bread, as you take this cup, you will bring me to living memory. I will be, I'm alive and I'm going to be with you. It literally means something like, memories are very powerful. Interesting, I think it was either Margaret or Shirley this morning Pensioners on the park bench. I thought that was absolutely brilliant, Andrew sharing that. And they said something, it was one of them, one of you said, I think either you, Shirley or Margaret, said something about certain smells bringing a memory and that memory becoming really very vivid and you ex- as if you experienced it now. Certain memories, you can feel them as if you're living them right now. Good ones and bad ones. There's certain good memories. You, you'll, you'll hear a song and it brings a feeling a thought as if you're living it now. That's why when you recall certain good memories, it's, it's powerful because you can feel the, the love. Now, it's interesting. In the translation, when Jesus says this, bring me to living memory, another translation, the Amplified, says, bring me to affectionate recall or memory. There is a power in taking the communion. Now, two things happened. In a certain part of the church... A certain part of the church, some Christians believe that the bread and the cup actually turn into the literal body and flesh and blood of Jesus. Some Christians believe that. It's called transubstantiation. Don't worry about it. Many Christians of a reformed nature, those that follow the teachings of a guy called John Calvin, Martin uh, Luther, a guy called, you won't remember, you won't even, yeah, that's enough. That's it. But these guys, they taught that we have a remembrance, a memorial. And that the bread is a symbol and the cup are symbolic. And that's absolutely true. Exactly, that's what they are. They were symbolic. But there's an in-between part to that. That by faith and the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, when you take this bread and cup, Bring me to living memory, I'll be with you. I'll be actually present amongst you. This is why the Apostle Paul in this chapter goes on to say, So therefore, eat the bread and drink the cup rightly. Some of you are sick and have died because wrongly. There's nothing superstitious in that. It's that we need to be right because Jesus is here by faith. Jesus is present when we take the bread and the cup. So... Remembrance is powerful. So as we remember, we bring to living memory, we look back. We look back at what Jesus has done. He was, Christ died in our place. He took the sting of death. The wages of sin is death. And the gift of God is eternal life. 
Romans 6, verse 23. So we look back, and we, this, it's, it's something that not only happened, but it didn't just finish with his death because he was raised to life. So we look back when we take the communion and bring to living memory that we are bought with a price. The wages of sin is death. For my living myself, it's death. And Jesus took that death upon himself. He pays the price, the ransom for my sin. So we, re- we look back. But only do we look back in remembrance, we, look, we reach out in relationship. That's the second thing now. So there's a sense of remembrance, we look back, and now we reach out in relationship. And that's the second area. And this is what Jesus was saying. You bring me to living memory because I'll be with you. I am actually present by faith and the power of the Holy Spirit, I am here. And all that I've achieved in death and raised to life that I now give to you, you can experience in your lives and in your bodies. That's why it says some can be healed, some fall sick. And so we reach out. And so one writer said the language of remembrance is a connection to the living Christ. Jesus is alive. He's present right now as we take this communion. So why Jesus gave this, this remembrance looks back, but it reaches out in relationship because Jesus is alive. He's present right now. It takes us out of the rut. Relationship gets us out the rut of life. You know, John, the writer of John's gospel, wrote the gospel of John. It goes Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the New Testament. John is the last of the writers, hence it's been placed in that type of order. And John wrote some 20 years, two decades roughly, when the church began to get into a rut. And communion and baptism, only two, uh, two decades, not long, 20 years after Jesus rose, the church got into a rut. And John wrote his gospel to remind everybody that Jesus is the living God, not just a man. And he was alive and you could have a relationship with him and he was coming back for them. And uh, so we look back in remembrance, but we reach out in relationship. And that relationship gets us out of a rut. I don't know about you, but I can take communion and think, oh, well, we've done that bit now. Let's move on to the next. Bit of bread, a bit of a drink. But it's so much more than that. It reminds us and helps us reach out to the living Jesus now. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will return again. It's what we've been singing about this morning when we believe. So this isn't a dead memory. It's a relationship with a living man, the risen man, the God man, Christ Jesus. This isn't a dead memory. So it's not just a memorial. This is a living remembrance. And Jesus used a special word because he said this is what we will experience. So there's this remembrance. There's this relationship reaching out and reaching into our lives as we look up to him. And thirdly and finally, we recall, we remember, we relate, and we get out of the rut as we recall that he said this, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until I see you again. In other words, I'm coming back for you. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and we believe that Jesus will come back and we're waiting for him to receive the whole universe and world finally, the final judgment, again. And so we look forward We look back in remembrance, we look up in relationship in the communion, and we look forward to his return. It's living. It's a living thing as we take this. So as we take the communion now, let's look back. 
Let's look up in relationship right now. We're going to pray for healing, release. Jesus is here. And let's look forward. And our response to that, there's a response. It's get out of the rut. There's a response and it says, if Christ could die for me, then surely I can live for him. I could live for Jesus. And that's the memory. That's the remembrance that he wants us as we take the communion. So when I take communion now, I think like this. I think like this. Only a few seconds in my head and my heart. But I'm thinking what you've done. I'm reaching out. I'm looking forward. You're alive and here. I get out and shake myself and say, I need to be fresh and alive. This is my life, Lord. If you could give yourself for me, then this is my life. I give you my life. So that's why it's good. So Paul said, think, take time, reflect. Are you right with God? Are you right with God? Let's pray for a moment. On this day of remembrance, Lord Jesus, how good it is for us to do this in remembrance of you. We look back at all that you have done how you paid our price on the cross. You gave your life that we might be free. You take my sin and you place upon me all of your blessing. We reach out in relationship because Jesus is alive today and here right now, living memory. And we say, Lord Jesus, this is my life. I want to be right with God, my Father. Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, this is my heart. I want to live for you. Forgive me. And we recall what you said. I will come back again. I'll bring you to myself. All things will be made new. There'll be a place of no more tears, pain or crying. The old will have gone and the new shall now come. With hope and expectation, we come before you right now and bring you to living memory. We're going to invite you to come and take communion tonight. The worship team are going to play and we're going to continue to worship together. But Jesus said, This is my body broken for you. Take, eat it in remembrance of me. And this is the cup of the new covenant. My blood poured out for you. Drink this in remembrance, living remembrance to me. So the invitation tonight is come by the front row, then the second row, the third row, and just come forward. If we just give people a chance to come forward and then the next row come. And while we're worshipping together, let's take the bread, let's take the cup, let's look back, let's reach out, and let's recall he's coming back again in Jesus' name.